0: Welcome back to another episode of the Hoops District Podcast. Uh, make sure to go follow me on Instagram at Hoops underscore District and on Twitter at The Hoops District. Today, we've got a lot of topics on the board, so let's get right into it. Let's start with the 2019 free agency class. This class of free agents is absolutely insane. This free agency might be the best and most entertaining in NBA, in NBA history. Like, the offseason's is going to be wild. Like, the level of talent in this free agency class is just ridiculous. You obviously have the top-tier talent with guys like Kevin Durant, Kawhi Leonard, and Kyrie Irving. And then you have guys like Jimmy Butler, Clay Thompson, Kemba Walker, Demarcus Cousins... Poor Zingis, Carl Anthony Towns, Al Horford, Tobias Harris, you have a lot of all-star talent, and then you have like another 30 to 35 really good players in high-quality assets, you know, Chris Middleton, Eric Bledsoe, Paul Millsap, DeAndre Jordan, Marcus Gasol, Goran Dragic. Harrison Barnes, Julius Randle, Derrick Rose, Terry Rozier, Nikola Mirotic and his cancer, JJ Redick, Rudy Gay, Nick, um, Nikola Vucevic, uh, Boyan Bogdanovich, Spencer Dinwiddie, Hassan Whiteside. You I can go on and on and on. Like there are so many good players. So many like assets um you know for teams. Like the twenty nineteen off season is gonna be wild and probably the most interesting ever. And in terms of the top tier free agents, you obviously have rumors of Kawhi and Kevin Durant going teaming up with the Clippers, or uh, Kyrie Irving to New York or whatever. Uh, yeah, it's it's gonna be crazy. It's it's gonna be really exciting. So don't don't be surprised if like. Um, your favorite team loses half their starting lineup next year, because that could possibly happen. Like this, that's not that that probably will happen with quite a few of the teams. Like half their starting lineup gone. Um, moving on to some of my candidates for most improved player. You know, we know this award. This award goes out to the player. Who has shown the most improvement um, from previous seasons before. You know, and there's a lot of guys who have really just impressed me and have been, like, fun, young, fun to watch. And they've really improved from seasons prior. You know, Um, a lot of good players, good young players that are in contention for the award. I'm going to start off with John Collins, power forward for the Atlanta Hawks, has had a really good year. You know, he went from being the, one of the most underrated rookies last year to one of the most underrated players again this year as well. He's 21. He's averaging a double-double, 18.8 points and 10.3 rebounds of 58% from the field and 31% from three. He had a stretch in December where he scored, like, a career high in each of his last three games. So, like, the 3rd of December, it was, like, he set his career high. And, like, the 6th of December, he had a new career high. And then the 12th, he had a new career high. Like, it was crazy. Um, First game, he had, like, 24 and 11. Second, he had 26 and 14. And the 3rd, he had 30, 12, and 5. Like, um, he's a freak athlete. He has a great motor, you know, he's just atomic athleticism, and he jumps, like, really high, which, you know, allows him to be a great offensive rebounder and rim protector. He's not a lights-out shooter, but, you know, he's respectable from three, you know, he's been shooting, like, around 31, 32%, and he's got, you know, a solid post game, you know, hooks back to the basket whatever I mean the Hawks are like shit right now but I mean him and Trey are the centerpieces you know moving forward and it's looking like a nice future you know Trey Young one of the best rookies in the game right now so I mean and they're John Collins has already talked uh plenty of times about him and Trey Young, their chemistry together, you know, so it's going to be, you know, them two, the franchise is going to build around them. So, uh, you know, let's compare this last year, his rookie year, to this year now. So, rookie John Collins averages 10.5 points, 7.3 rebounds, 1.3 assists, 1 block, 57.6 from the field and 34% From behind the arc This year he's averaging 18.8 points, 10.3 rebounds 2.5 assists Shooting the exact same field goal Percentage as his rookie year And 31.4% From three So he's improved in Points, rebounds And assists All this year Next up I have Derrick Rose, who has been, like, just so good this year. Obviously, he got a 50-point game. That was, I got, I, I'm so happy for the guy. But, I mean, his injuries are kind of starting to creep up again, unfortunately. You know, he's been out for a while with an ankle injury. Who knows? I mean, he might have to take it easy. You can't really take it easy when Tom Thibodeau's your coach. But, I mean... His, like, yeah, he's most improved player. Like, he's a, he's definitely in there. He has been more efficient this year than any other year of his career. Shooting, passing, everything is more efficient. Like, his shooting splits are remarkable. 18.9 points. 48.6% from the field. 46 Point two percent from three on around three attempts per game and eighty-four percent from the line. He's in the conversation for most improved player and sixth man of the year. Like he's having a great year. You know? Um next up, Buddy Healed. You know, I talked about De'Aaron Fox in another video and his improvement, his just um, overall growth. But I'll talk about his backcourt mate, Buddy Heald. Who got off to it, like, after he was, like, so talked, so much talked about in college, you know, people were calling him next Steph Curry. You know, he was so exciting. Uh, in, um, Kentucky, like, he was shooting the lights out. Um, 20 point per game score there And you know he, When he came into the league He got off to a slow slow start Like he progressively started To get better and better and better And now you know um, He's one of the best young players in the league 20 points per game uh, 46% from the field 40, 43% from 3 Like 43% On 7 attempts From behind the arc, so that's that's really good. Uh, And eighty-five percent from the free throw line. You know, him and De'Aaron Fox are both most improved player candidates. I obviously I talked about Fox in one of my last episodes. Um, and there's there's a bunch of other guys too. You know, Zach Levine. I mean, he hasn't really played enough games. Um, he's been he was injured for a while. But he's another guy, twenty three, four and four and forty five percent shooting, compared to like fifteen a game on like thirty nine percent shooting or something. I mean, he's just the injuries have kind of stunted his growth a bit, but um because you know he's having a really good year in Minnesota as well, and then got injured. But now he's really took that his neck that next step. I mean, he's turning like. He's progressing each year, and future in the future, he's definitely going to be all-star caliber. Like he's taking that next step, you know his his playmaking, um, his scoring. He's a twenty-point per game scorer. I mean, he's still kind of raw, like in terms of his skill set. Um, but um, you know, one of the best in the league right now in terms of just young. Developing players and most improved player candidate definitely. Uh, and then there's Josh Richardson, who's def- he's one of my favorite players in the league. Um, now last off season, the Heat made it like clear that they wanted um J-Rich to be more aggressive as a scorer. You know, look for his shot more, be more aggressive, um, and he's definitely done that this year. While still being one of the best perimeter defenders in the league. Like he's emerged as the best player on the Heat. You know. And the Heat have been on a roll lately. You know. They went on a couple of wing streaks. They're currently 6th in the East. And um, Richardson's averaging around 19 points per game. Four rebounds, four assists, a steal, and a block. Forty-one percent from the field, thirty-eight percent from three. He's actually twelfth in the league in total three-pointers made this year. Um, you know, Jay Rich is definitely a future two-way star. You know, he's behind for three-point percentage. He's you know who he's behind for total three-pointers, Brooke Lopez. He was pulling up from like the logo, he's pulling up from Steph Curry range. I don't know why. Like, he came into the Bucks as a stretch four. Like, sorry, he came into the Bucks as a stretch five, but he's literally just like only shooting threes. Like, like one of those last game, he was seven for 13, seven for 15 from three, and that's all he shot. He's shooting like seven a game. You know, he just he's he's got his step backs and everything. Like, my god. But that's besides the point. You know, Josh Richardson. Josh Richardson. And he is definitely a future two-way star. And the fact that he hasn't even made an all-star game yet, to me, is just blasphemy. It's just blasphemous. You know, quoting Stephen A. Smith. Blasphemy. And then... You know, there are some players who, um, they haven't, uh, like, they're not in contention for, like, the most improved player or anything, but, you know, they've, some of them have shown to be, you know, borderline all-stars, or even actually all-star caliber, you know, that have gone under the radar. Tobias Harris, that man deserves to be an all-star. You know, 100%. Whether he makes it as a reserve or whatever. I don't care. He's an all-star, alright? He is, he should be in the all-star game this year. I just voted for him, like, a bunch of times. Like, I'm just going to keep voting for him daily, alright? He's got to get in. He deserves it 100%. Like, gives you um 21-8 and 8 a night. He's damn near shooting 50, 40, 90, you know, to be exact, 50.3% from the field, 42% from three, and uh, 89% from the free throw line. He is the best player on a Clippers team that, you know, surprised a lot of people, including me. Had the first seed for a while, and now, you know... They're sitting around 5 or 6 in the West, I think, yeah, and, um, like, they just haven't been really, really good. He's one of my favorite players. Like, I'm just going to keep voting for him. Like, I'm just going to keep voting for him. I'm, I just want him to get in. If he gets in as a reserve, you know, that's that's good, too. That's good, too. He Probably won't get in as a starter anyway, obviously. There's every single, like, he's, there's much more players that are better than him. That should be starters, but I mean, reserve? Yeah, hell yeah, he's a reserve. Um, There's other players, you know? Julius Randle has been an absolute double-double beast, you know? 20 and 11 or something like that. 20 and 10 on, like, almost 60% from the field, around 30% from behind the arc. Uh, he's been a beast like he's just been a beast you know six man of the year um possibly yeah he's he was my pick before the year for six man of the year let's see how that goes because he's been starting the last few games with uh out but there is another player who has been underrated for pretty much his entire career. You know, he got some recognition in last year's playoffs, but overall, he's been playing at a high level consistently under the radar. He's another player that I hope gets into the All-Star game, a player I've been voting for, and that player is Drew Holiday. One of the best two-way players in the league. And in my opinion. Is a top 5 shooting guard. Because you know. I count Jimmy Butler as a small forward. That's what he's playing this year. So he's a small forward. Drew Holiday. Like in terms of like. I'm taking Holiday over Beal. And Booker 100%. So he's in the top 5. Harden. Um, Oladipo. DeRozan. This is in no particular order. But like. Uh, Harden, DeRozan, Oladipo. Um, yeah, I'm probably forgetting somebody. He's probably on a tip of my tongue. It's not Clay Thompson. Okay, I, I literally forget. Yeah, whatever. It'll come to me. I know he's a star, so obviously he gone he's I'm like I'm it's Harden. There's DeRozan. There's Oladipo and there's one more guy. Um yeah, whatever. Um Yeah. You know? He's one of the best two-way players in the league. You know, he showed that last year's playoffs. He locked up Damian Lillard. Um in my opinion, You know, he's an all-star, definitely. Like, he's averaging 21 points, 8.5 assists, 4.5 rebounds, nearly 2 steals, a block on 47% from the field and 32% from behind the arc. The Pelicans have, you know, been massively underachieving this year. But like Holiday's been showing for a while now that you know he's a star. Um and there are other players too that you know Nikola Vucevic, I mean he's been having a great year. Like 2012 and 5 for the Magic. I mean I know the Magic are ass right now but like he's an all-star. He's been, he's been he's put up some big games, you know. There's a lot of really good, like there's a lot of really good players that are like they're so, they're like they're not, it's not they're not like all stars per se. Um, but they're either borderline or just like really good. There's Harrison Barnes, you know, uh, Bogdan, Bogdanovich, you know. Like, and then there's the young players that will be stars. And, you know, people have kind of overlooked them. Jamal Murray, Gary Harris, and, you know, Vucevic, who I just talked about. Uh, Like, there's been so many, like, great, great players having great years that, like, there's a lot of them. Like, a lot. This league is full of so... Like, this is the best NBA ever. And I'm saying that with full confidence, man. The best NBA ever. The talent pool, the teams, the top-tier talents, the superstars, you know. This is the best era of basketball ever. I mean, I I wasn't alive in, like, the 90s or the 80s or whatever. Or the sixties or the seventies. But, you know, I, I couldn't watch those guys. But um This is this is the best era. Best era of basketball. No debate. Um lastly before I uh, hop off this episode, the Raptors versus uh, San Antonio Spurs game is tonight at 8 o'clock at the ATT Center in San Antonio, Texas. Kawhi Laird and Danny Green make their return, and DeRozan playing the team that traded him. I think the Raptors will pull out the win. You know, uh, Kawhi and DeRozan will both have big games. Uh, DeRozan I think will have a bigger game I think it's more emotional for him You know, Kawhi Kawhi just requested a trade He wanted out DeRozan He loved He put his uh, blood, sweat, and tears into that franchise Uh, and then they just traded him You know Uh, but the Raptors will win it You know, they just got the better team But who knows Maybe DeRozan will drop like 85 points or something Um, I'll be tweeting during the game. I'm gonna watch it, so go follow me on Twitter at the Hoops Districts. But that's all for today's episode. Follow also follow me on Instagram at hoops underscore districts. Stay tuned for the next episode, um, and I'm out. Peace.